0: Hello and good evening. Hi. This is now episode...
1: 92.
0: 92. And this is another evening one. Yep. And you might hear some bashes and crashes in the background (laughs) because the kids have a sleepover. Yep. (laughs) So we've told them all to be very quiet. (laughs) So this is episode 92. It is. So what are we talking about today?
1: Today is 10 reasons to network. Because it's Top 10 Tuesday.
0: Top 10 Tuesday, and we just launched something earlier today.
1: We did. What's that got to do with my 10 reasons to network? <laughs> because
0: one of the principles of that launch is networking.
1: Yes, I guess. Yes.
0: Yeah. And we found that networking is has been hugely important to us over the last few months, right?
1: Yeah, and I think we've said it in a previous podcast episode that now more so than ever, it's really important because people seem to be more receptive to it and industries need to work together to get back to normal after yeah. what has been nearly 12 months of coronavirus. This is um, end of February, isn't it? Uh, 2021.
0: Jesus, can you believe it's the end of February? already? That's insane. <laughs> I don't
1: know what happened to February at all. No, it
0: just disappeared. <laughs> but just um, if anybody does listen to this on a daily basis, we've just literally earlier today um, launched or started the launch for events reboot. so yesterday the um the government in the uk announced that they're aiming to be fully open up from is it the 21st of june
1: uh yeah that's the, like the final date so there's lots of different stages right but, but the 21st
0: the, of june is like everything's oh, normality very, yeah. apparently so so one of the things that we're doing is is creating a bunch of resources for event professionals and small businesses just to be able to kind of get back in the game again right right? and get rid of what wasn't working in their business and capitalize on stuff that was working Mm -hmm. and use some of the strategies and stuff that we've talked about over the last 91 episodes yeah uh in Smiling Entrepreneurs um but one of the fundamental aspects of the way we're doing it is by creating a collaborative group that are working together and that's to reinforce this idea of networking because I think and you're right, we have said it on a couple of occasions before, but I think it's more important now than ever, um, coming out of the whole coronavirus stuff, is that we, we, as business owners, we are working together to create solutions, to help each other out, to... Share lists of people that might be out and recommend people and all this yeah. kind of stuff, right?
1: Yeah, well, some of the people I've spoken to as well feel like you know, we all feel like newbies again. We mm. haven't done it for such a long time, and yeah. everyone's kind of a little bit out of practice of doing their normal business as usual. Um, it's
0: intimidating, right? Yeah, it's um, because when you're in the run of things, it's like I had that conversation with one of our franchisees the other day for yeah. Smiley Booth. and. He was like, I'm not sure whether I'm up to doing it anymore. And yes. I was like, that's just because you had a year out yeah, of yeah, doing yeah. the business. It's like once you've got a couple of events under your belt, it's... But it's hard yeah. for people.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you're finding that motivation as well. And it's, it's better if you're doing that collectively. Yeah. But there's other reasons too. So oh, let, okay. let me uh, jump through my...
0: So this is top 10 Tuesday. So you have 10.
1: I do have 10, but it's kind of a 9 plus 1. because okay. <laughs> Which... right.
0: Not an 8 plus 2. <laughs> no, it's oh. a 9 plus
1: 1 because one would be a reason to not network, um, but right. I want to kind of counteract that. So any, there's a there's a but that people could say, oh, but you shouldn't network because of, and I want to kind of address that and and counteract it because it's it's not a valid reason. So that's that's my plus one.
0: And I think it's important for everybody who's listening and watching this to remember that we historically have been pants. A <laughs> yeah. It's been our Achilles Hill.
1: Yeah. Well, we didn't think we needed to for so long, did we? We um uh, and again we've mentioned this on another episode that we thought that we should sit back and let the business do its thing. It
0: should stand for itself.
1: Yeah, but also I think it was a little bit difficult for us because of franchising. There's that different that's there's that dynamic where we didn't want to be the the kind of um you Know limelight as it were, you and me, and, and it's our business. Everybody when knows the
0: business for you and I, yeah. yeah.
1: When it's obviously them, they've all got their independent, independent businesses, so I think that I think there was that as well. So we kind of sat, sat back and let them be the light, as it were. Yeah. Um, but we should have still been building relationships and stuff ourselves as
0: well. 100%. And the, there's also the aspect of like we were talking about this earlier that it's very easy in your business to almost think that especially if you're switched on to marketing strategies and stuff that every action has to have an immediate reaction so i if i communicate with x then that drops them into the funnel to do this and then they go through this stage and then they they buy this or they opt into that do you know what i mean and you start looking at interactions with human beings as like calculated steps Mm -hmm. and that's not that's not how us. That's not how relationships work, is it? No, and, and
1: it doesn't need to be immediate either. That there's a great. Um, it's only one minute long. Uh, video by um, Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk. If you Google it um, on you or YouTube it, um, it is something like Karma is practical, or why I think Karma is practical. And it took it to, He talks about how he's not like woo woo and cosmic and that he doesn't be, he he believes in karma but from a really practical perspective that right. if you do something good for somebody um then you know they will then recommend their friend to work for your company or you know your friend to buy your their friend to buy your product because they feel good about you so it's a, it's a practical thing yeah so just because you've done something for someone and it's it's not served you immediately it will kind of come back round.
0: Yeah, it sets a tone. Yeah, I think, and yeah. when people are trying to get some gauge or some reference to who you are and what you're about, yeah. it definitely sets a tone. And like we've seen the opposite effect yeah. with people that are we know for a fact are criminals yeah. in in the events industry. They've. At, out and out done people over yeah um and that's that's haunted them no matter how many times they've tried to kind of recover from that yeah they're known for that thing aren't they yeah so. and also
1: just your attitude because again we've known people with just a bad attitude yeah and and that has really really stuck with
0: yeah that concept well. of if you're winning i'm losing yeah that, that we've met some people like that and it's past. all about
1: your actions it's not what you say it's yeah. what you do and how you make people feel yeah, I agree. Yeah, so, yes, yeah, so the top ten reasons in no particular order <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is um, so it makes you more credible. Number one, mm-hmm. um, you know, raises your profile. People, people know you; they know of you. Um, you're putting your yourself out there as the expert in in what you do, um, and that you can help others, um, and so obviously the, the more follow if you go go to things like instagram and stuff the more followers you've got it raises your credibility but we yeah. all know that some of those huge numbers are bought and stuff yeah. but in general terms if you've got a big network of people your your credibility is going to be raised by that
0: yeah agreed and it's and and it's a bit like that you see on that on linkedin don't you yeah. where you see, there are there are a handful of people that constantly post yeah and because they're constantly creating content people feel that they should engage with that piece of content because they saw it saw one piece yesterday and the day yeah. before that and the day before that. And then subsequently you see these individuals and the, the number of interactions they're having with their LinkedIn yeah. content across their own network just grows exponentially, Yeah, and, you,
1: and you, you see it in... It, it, I know you're going to laugh, but a really good example of it is in Clubhouse. Um, oh, what's Clubhouse? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> but when you see these Clubhouse rooms and you see the same people in there... Um, some of the bigger rooms and they know each other and they're all kind of referring back to each other, that immediately raises the kind of credibility of the room. And that's why more people join that room and they become big. Like, I mean, when Elon Musk did a room, the limit on Clubhouse is 5,000. There was several spillover groups. So there was actually about 30,000 people in the end listening to him because there was all these spillover groups. Yeah. Um, and that's obviously his credibility, his name. Yeah. You know,
0: so. Oh, yeah. Credibility by association is, is, is definitely really important in business. Yeah. Because like, you can soon get an idea as to, okay, well, what, what somebody's about. Um, because if certainly if certain individuals have become quite successful and you look at their friends around them, guarantee you they're not surrounded by idiots they're yes. surrounded by very intelligent like just sharp go-getting people yeah and we were we've been quite careful mm. um in recent years we've got better at it yes. i'd say as we've got older and who we let in and are very like in inner, inner yeah. circle um
1: well i think that was part of our problem with networking because we got burned a few times early on mm. in in life um from our social circles, not just in business, but outside of that. So you and I kind of battened down the hatches a little bit, didn't we? Thinking that everyone's out to get you a little bit. And well,
0: because we're in business together. Yeah. Um, like we were the only network we felt we needed. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah, we were, yeah. because we, we both go off and research and do the work. Like yes. if there's something that either, one of us doesn't know, yeah. the other one will... And we
1: encourage each other and stuff, which yeah. is what other people
0: so, look for in groups. Yeah. So, and so, I, so I get if you're in business on your own... Mm and say so your partner has no interest or understanding about what you do, yeah. then networking is a really bloody important thing to do because yeah. you need to find other individuals that fire you up. Yeah. But we always had that between us, so we yeah, didn't yeah, necessarily yeah. feel like it was an important thing to do. But that made us a bit of an island. It did, and yeah. the th- we I, One of the, th- the, the turning points for us that made us really realise it, um, the importance of networking and the fact that you can't stand in isolation, is we had an individual, we kind of... Hinted at this in a previous episode, but um, we had an individual um, uh, in the like right at the beginning of COVID, um, and they were um, they were somebody that was partic- that was particularly close to us. We mm-hmm. we looked after them a lot in business, uh, and we did a lot more for them than we did for anybody else mm-hmm. in terms of supporting them and everything else. Um, but sadly, the. Um, they just, due to the pressures of COVID and everything else, they just they they just completely lost mm-hmm. the plot, and then painted you and I as like the devils. <laughs> like they decided, oh now I want to make you the enemy, yeah. and and we were quite taken aback by by that because we were like, where's this coming from? This is completely. I get that these pressures of COVID and everything coming about, but what, what why is the dynamic between us suddenly changed? And then the penny dropped between us that oh it's because this person needs a punch bag, she Mm. needs to demonise someone, she can't demonise, she can't attack COVID Mm. because it's not there, Mm. it needs to be a person or people, Mm -hmm. so it was for some reason that individual chose us, Mm. Um, but what we realised very quickly was the statements that she was publicly making Mm -hmm. about you and I, Mm -hmm. the only way we could challenge those statements was by relying on the trust of the people that she was saying it to, mm-hmm. that what she was saying was incorrect. Mm-hmm. And because we had historically hid behind a business, we had yeah. very little evidence yeah. to counteract the, yeah. the lies that were being said. Yeah. And and then we were like, oh. If we had a broader network yeah. and a more public more face could have stood up. Well, and for people us, can yeah. go, hey, like that's, that's just not what Leah Kay, what yeah. you're saying doesn't add up. Yeah. Because yeah, that's yeah. not that's not what the experience I've ever seen of Leah yeah, Kay. yeah. And everybody that actually truly knew us was all going, This woman's crazy. There's no way she said like you guys are like that's clearly untrue and everything else. And that made us go, Oh, okay. And it's like oh we need to raise our profiles. And yeah, well, or in
1: the power of the power of a network. So um I've got to jump a few now because you've, you've addressed a, bit, a oh, few oh, of sorry. Things. No, no, it's fine. But, yeah. um, okay. So community is what you were kind of getting in, in there, it, especially if you're on your own is having a community of like-minded people. Yeah. Um, that, and I saw this, I'm going to say clubhouse again, sorry, but that group I was in that I've mentioned before, that I've told you about where there was a bunch of journalists yeah. that I was listening to. Um, somebody said about, um, like I can't remember what the question was but one of the journalists answered with please don't send us an email um that says did you get my email and all the other journalists went oh god I hate that and yeah, yeah. so that was obviously like a common thing that they all hated that you know if they're an island that's just them but yeah. there was this little community where they all got to share that common um you know, grievance that they had, yeah. which is always unique to every industry. You all have that one thing that really irritates you or yeah. or at uh, the opposite as well, that one thing that really excites you that nobody else understands. Yeah. So those are the people that are in your industry and do what you do and can be part of your network. You've got that camaraderie. And you that- have,
0: but it has to have... You have to be selective about that community again mm-hmm. because... Um, there are, there are some people that you, oh, you question why bring, they're doing what they're doing yeah, in the first place. Yeah, And don't bringing you down, no. No, yeah, yeah. And, they, and they come to the table with the same grievance you might have, but yeah. they have a magnified negative approach yeah. to it. And and it's a like, bunch of others. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and it's like, you don't need that. It's like, it's great to have, I mean, we had it in the photo booth business. Yeah. It's like, there's, there, there are certain things that happen when you're doing photo booth hire delivery that everybody recognises in that industry mm. that drives you slightly nuts um but that's a ha-ha moment it should not be a i hate my customers moment but that that's the thing
1: i mean so in that example you know you you can jump into the the facebook groups where there might be i don't know a thousand photographers or something but it might be that you become friendly with a few of them and you start a smaller secret group not to not to leave anyone out but just to have your little network your little club where you know you're going to be rising each other up rather than dragging each other down what's that it's the boat thing thing? when you always say a rising tide raises all boats
0: boats, yeah or sinks them all depending on what you're doing but uh (laughs) but i was going to say about the five people around you yes we're very fortunate that i'd say we have about five individuals that we in fact one of those was siam kid who we were um yes only yesterday just Back and forth on on a couple of bits and pieces because we just wanted to have um, just a chat about strategy and just like the way we're thinking and everything else. And we know that we he he and us can have a really open, honest conversation. Yeah. And um, but his comes his feedback is very balanced. Yes. Um, and and, and that's what you need. Well, in that's your where networks. mentors
1: come from and things as well, isn't it? Like yeah. Having having a, a genuine mentor, not necessarily um you know coaches and that that you've paid for that i mean they have their place as well but yeah you're your kind of genuine mentors that you meet in your life yeah are really important um, but yeah having a process.
0: community of like-minded individuals aspiring individuals that understand your like kind of your journey so the events industry has got i'd say more now than ever it's got yeah. lots of communities growing inside it that yeah where there's a collaboration and it's a really That's exciting the, movement. Yeah, you know we've I mean?
1: all had to come together because we weren't recognised as an industry. Yeah, and um, so we've kind of had to come together and, and be very noisy to try and try and get ourselves heard yeah. as a, an industry that needs support. Um, okay, so well there you go. Next one is power in numbers. So mm. uh, as you just, as we just demonstrated, the the events industry in particular. Have really been kind of banging the drum with the UK government um, because we weren't being recognised, we weren't being heard, and we still aren't to a point, but it's definitely improving. Um, and the support measures and all the things um, out there are being kind of looked at at least for, for that industry. So, well,
0: just to add some perspective, so if you're, we're doing this episode in, I think it's, is it 22nd or 23rd or something? 23rd. 23rd of February of 2021. So, if you are listening to this in the future or you're listening, to, How many different countries has this podcast being listened to? Quite a few now, but so if you're obviously not listening to this in the UK, in the UK, since about March time of 2020, the events industry has fundamentally just been shut down. Um, it had a small period where they started to open up and then they immediately shut it down again. So a lot of the events industry in the UK in particular is is run by micro businesses, Mm -hmm. small businesses where they might be a cake maker or a wedding dress maker or mm-hmm. something along them lines or a photo booth hire operator a DJ, or a DJ, yeah. yeah. And all that kind of stuff. And they all the with the events industry being locked down, they they slip through a lot of the cracks in the government's support services, whether it be funding opportunities or anything like that. And um, and that that's created a, the biggest concern for the events industry was it's created a huge loss of years decades and decades of experience in the industry are just disappearing because um people can't do it they're having to go off and get a job in tesco's or whatever business is
1: closing i'm I'm gonna say it again i was in a clubhouse room
0: earlier i'm I'm gonna get that on a t-shirt for you i was in a clubhouse room earlier
1: um i was speaking to a magician earlier um and um and and he was explaining how tough it's been but also i was talking to a woman who's daughter is supposed to get married no sorry daughter-in-law so her, her, her son and then daughter-in-law to be um they were supposed to get married last september and then they've moved it i think they moved it to may and now they're having to move it to september right um but she was kind of all like systems go really happy let's get going and the venue has gone bust oh. she's now trying to find a new venue but people are charging double the amount and, yeah. and they have to because they've they've very lost key. their income exactly so um and i think there's going to be a huge amount of that so yeah it is a very difficult time so again the more people that can come together um to help each other the better
0: yeah yeah
1: so yeah so power of numbers um is number three um it opens new markets and, and opportunities you know things that you may not have thought of i mean we we've had that with say it where mm-hmm. um <laughs> i was in the clubhouse room oh jesus <laughs>
0: The, should we re should we rename this episode? Just I was in a clubhouse room.
1: Um,
0: Top ten. Of I was in a clubhouse room.
1: But I was, and I was talking about. No. We were talking about events, yeah. and um, I and um, somebody was asking me what I've been doing this year, and obviously we've we've been building Say It, um, alongside our other interests, and um, they were talking about um this initiative where they want to what's called pass a laugh. They want to yeah. uh, Um get uh, laughter videos going around the world basically mm-hmm. in, in short i won't go too much into it because it's not launched yet um and not on our part or his part but he had no way to deliver this mm-hmm. and so i saw the opportunity that oh we could help you with that mm. i wouldn't have had that if it wasn't networking no. i wasn't out there communicating with people i wouldn't have had any clue no. that, that could be a possibility same with um Wendy that we did the uh, advent calendar for back at Christmas that wasn't a clubhouse room that was on Facebook but in a group in a community and I'd seen her post saying I've got this crazy idea to do a video advent calendar but I've got no idea how to do it and I was like I can help you with that.
0: Yeah I I think I mean you've just got me thinking about that and I I think that if you think about yourself as if you're a business owner whether you are be a micro business owner small business owner, medium, large, whatever a big chunk of your business's ability to do business is based on two pieces of reputation the business's reputation but also the owner's reputation mm-hmm. right and and the more the bigger the reputation of the owner the the the, the more doors it opens yeah. and the more the more people listen and the more things like that and a fundamental aspect of reputation yeah. is people knowing what your values are and what you stand for and and, and what value you create, right? Yeah. That's uh, like what your impact mm-hmm. is. And the problem is we're not taught this. No. We're not taught to cultivate reputation. No. We're taught that reput- like, reputation is this thing, this, like, this mystic thing that just kind of happens. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's not. Reputation comes from deliberately doing great work, but also creating a network that understand who you are and what you're about, yeah. cultivating those relationships. So the, your reputation is something that talks about you when you're not there. Basically. Yeah, unless
1: you're busy studying, like how to win friends, friends and influence people. Oh my goodness, I can't even say it. Yeah. Um, things like that. You, as you say, you don't get taught. We, nobody teaches stuff. you that stuff, no.
0: and it's and you have to cultivate that. And it it frustrates the life out of me that we've kind of been in ninja mode for yeah. the last decade mm-hmm. in our business because we either. Stood behind the business uh, when we were building events. Decade
1: because we did start off networking, but then we shrunk back personally when it was a franchise network. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The last five years, I think you and I have been because you're right. We've had this this constant juxtaposition of don't want to tread on franchisees' feet, but but we have all this experience that Mm. would really make an impact right now if we just step forward. And um, yeah, I think. Yeah, if you're listening to this and you don't do these things around network and everything else and you just think it's a nice to do, it's it's absolutely a have to do. Yes. You're if you're not networking on a weekly basis and trying to build your influence in your sector or with your business communities, um, it's gonna it's gonna hurt you down the road. It definitely hurt us mm-hmm. down the road because we had opportunity we many times we have large corporates go mm-hmm. to come to us and say, um, like, love what you do I've never heard of you before yeah, yeah, don't yeah. know who you are yeah. not... and we'd be like well we've worked with all of these huge companies yeah, before yeah. and we did that. and they're like you were involved in that and we're like yeah we were involved in that and they're like, and, and when they work with us they'd always be like I'm not working with anyone else yeah. like you guys are it Yeah, but They didn't find out about us when they came through the business and then got introduced to us, which was daft, really.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And along the same lines of um, opening new markets and opportunities is an exchange of ideas. You know, Mm. you get this kind of um, group mind. You're you're kind of opening up, um, you know, your own mind to, to... Magnified, loads of more um, and also problem solving you know it, it's it's uh, which I mean, is more important
0: now than ever right
1: absolutely uh, i mean I, in fact i think i go onto facebook groups to solve problems more do, more than i google something yeah you know because i know that i'm going to get specific industry advice for whatever my relevant problem is
0: well even on a personal level when we were traveling around the planet yeah it was like the, yeah, the there travel were travel group. groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You before you went on anything, you go into one of the travel groups and say, "Look, I'm in this country. What? Are, this has happened. What do you do?" And yeah. there would always be a dozen or so more people that yeah, have done yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. Work, been in exactly the same position. Say, "Yeah, there's a shortcut here. Don't go to that website. They'll tell you just don't yeah. go here, there, and, da, da, da. and yeah. yeah, and yeah, that's those that communities and cultures." Yeah, because you
1: want to get the advice from somebody you. Either know or you, you in a group you're not likely to know know them, but you, you'll at least have seen them post before, and you have kind of yeah. got off a flavour for that someone. If you if you go to Google, you know you, you don't know what you're getting a yeah. lot of the time. So yeah, but. It's- Seeking to problem solve within your network, your industry network, is, yeah. is really important and, and really um, specific. You'll, you'll get that advice, more relevant advice, a lot quicker.
0: Yeah, but if you are doing it through social media, if you're networking through social media and you're, you're going to get to the end of this episode and go, oh, I'm just going to join a load of social media groups. Um, if you've listened to any of the previous episodes, one of the things that we've talked about before is don't go into those groups and only ask for help. Mm. It's like you yeah, have to, to be adding value yeah and
1: also don't ask um if a, a stupid question either yeah. Do, save that for google yeah because <laughs> remember it's your reputation too i've seen that before with photo yeah. booth people and fair enough, they're new. Don't get me wrong, and everyone starts somewhere. Um, but you do kind of watch them post a very basic question, and then go, "Oh, you shouldn't do that." And then you watch yeah. them kind of get shot down a bit by other people. Well, know? there's
0: always some troll in a group exactly, that yeah. wants to make, that wants to hang you out to dry a little bit. And don't, don't get into political debates. Even yes. if there's a political storm going on in a group, just, just bite your tongue. Just tie your hands behind your back. Don't type. Gosh, I saw anything? that
1: the other day, didn't I? I oh. There was a a slightly racist. It wasn't racist. It was it was bordering on racist. I'd say comment. It was
0: a very clumsy. It was it a was very clu- clumsy. Yeah, it was
1: very ignorant. I'd say. It was. It wasn't intentional, but it was very ignorant.
0: It was a it was a clumsy statement that could you could take either way. Yes. You could you could take as okay, I kind of see where they're going, but that's. Flying a bit close yeah. to the wind and that, or whatever and, whatever yeah. the terms and then uh, but you but just on the other side that you could magnify a piece of it and make it out to be this person that is the most racist person yeah. in the world yeah. like and there it was I mean she got lynched
1: she yeah I I felt I did feel sorry for it but it was a really stupid move but yeah she she got lynched by something like three hundred comments or something <laughs> on this post it just went insane and then she got booted out of the group as well and it's a very worthwhile business group this one so yeah you just yeah yeah, save your political views for yourself well say say
0: political don't get into it's like this whole thing when they talk about um when you go to a dinner party or whatever it is you don't talk about politics yeah yeah, yeah. right it's money or
1: sex yeah Yeah, (laughs) it's like stick to the weather (laughs) yeah yeah just like
0: think right okay can I add some value and if someone's being an umpty, don't pile on with everybody else it's like just be just be the the force for good, the shining light. Yes. Whenever you interact online, whenever you do anything in a public fashion, it's like just think, okay, what good can I create? Mm. And if you're thinking to yourself, listening or watching this and thinking, well, that's just not me. I love piling on. I love doing all of that. Then
1: you're in the wrong business. <laughs> you you are. You're,
0: you your Networking is never, your reputation will be dead before it starts. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. And the same goes with backstabbing as well.
0: None, none of that. It's... No. Oh, and one of the things that we've always said about is even when someone is being horrendous to you, like and going back to that reference of this individual that I spoke about earlier in this episode, who was easily one of the, it was a, one of the nastiest experiences, I think, and completely uncalled for mm-hmm. experiences that we'd ever experienced and um, we could have easily have made that a public because they were making it a public mm. thing. We could have easily retaliated in a very public fashion because we had all the evidence to um, of, of all the written communications yeah. to demonstrate that all of it was lies. But the one thing that both you and I agreed upon at the time was like, we will never lynch someone in public. It doesn't matter how ugly they're trying to make it with... It's not for us to drag them through, like, and try and destroy them publicly. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll deal with it privately, mm-hmm. and and work out how to deal with it properly. But we're not doing that publicly. Well, so. It's, it's
1: not just that. It's it's that. It's nobody else's problem, is it? They don't yeah. want to know. They don't care. They no. just want to get on with their day. Just, yeah. They don't need all this drama. Well, if anything, so. and if you do
0: bite. That's when I get interested Yeah. because it's a cat fight. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You
0: know, it's like all. I mean, you often see um,
1: memes of the popcorn. Yeah, the popcorn yeah. all the
0: time. <laughs> yeah, it's normally Michael Jackson, yeah, isn't it, yeah, in the yeah. cinema, and he's like, <laughs> and like people love a drama, and, and the more you react and and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you get it with trolls, like if you like we've had trolls um, when we've joined a group and we've asked a question which has been perfectly reasonable, and then you've got the usual group trolls that create a really nasty remark just because that's just the way they are we just completely ignore it yeah and they hate that
1: <laughs> yeah more than enough yeah. ever. that's the way to get them um okay so <laughs> my next one seems a bit weird after what you just said improves your self-confidence <laughs> doesn't sound like it after what we just said but no it does i mean mine has dramatically increased has yeah, it yeah hugely i am um, since what November, December. When yeah, you been... only cry twice after each clubhouse now, <laughs> instead of the five. <laughs> no, I still shake occasionally um, yeah. Yeah. when I've got, uh, especially the, the It was a
0: really intimidating one you were on recently, wasn't it? Where you were, you were, you you were on like the main bit where all the the main guys were, and they were they were pretty high level, sharp thinking individuals, mm. and they're like, so what do you think, Kate? <laughs> You're like, oh shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you held your own and yeah. i think that's the great thing about those environments is you 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 realize that oh these hang-ups are completely unnecessary i have it's like the post you put on about your your birthday uh, the other day when it was all about um like you realize that you have value to give and you well,
1: that's what i mean through networking and through practice you yeah. know um i mean i i um with the pr stuff i'm involved in i have to do a what's called a pitch clinic once a month um, which is to journalists and the first one I did I mean thankfully it was literally that day when I joined this thing and the pitch clinic was that afternoon so I really didn't have much time to think about it and just got thrown in the deep end because had I had time to think about it I'd have been stressing for days but that was really hard but the next one was slightly easier the next one was slightly easier And now I don't really think that much of them not that not good I mean as in I don't worry about them so um yeah it's it's really a important to to practice your networking skills practice your um just conversation skills um presentation skills all of these things that you need when you're networking because you never know when those opportunities are going to come up I mean I've, I've got an opportunity to talk to be part of a talk for um uh, women's international women's day yeah um and I would never have done that a few months ago I'd have been like oh no and, and
0: we are talking months yeah I mean it's not like you've always been this confident not person at all. you've just since since November, yeah. you've been like, no, I'm gonna keep putting myself out there, yeah. and and those strides have got. I mean, I'd say you're more confident than I am yeah. in in some of these instances that you're putting yourself out there. Like I'm like, wow, I'd hesitate with some yeah. of that stuff. Um, so. But it gets actually, easier. It does get easier. It does do you get do it? a lot easier. And the, I mean, you say, oh, this oh, confidence straight after what we were just saying, but it's actually really good that this bit comes after what you we were just saying. Because when you start identifying what people are about, and I do think that happens with experience and age, or either or or both, um, you start to kind of, rightly or wrongly, pigeonhole people in mm-hmm. terms of, like you understand that, oh, I'm dealing with this type of character, this type of characteristics, this, I've seen this before. Yeah,
1: it's easy to see what's coming. Yeah,
0: so so it stops you reacting, you don't, you don't necessarily, you dodge the punches in the face a little bit better.
1: Yeah, I guess it's like, analogy I can think of is like a comedian with hecklers. Yeah. You know, they they the seasoned pros are, it just doesn't bother them at all they're yeah. well used to it yeah whereas a newbie it would really throw off their their game a bit so yeah. i think you you do start to see where someone's going i mean i got involved in a bit of a debate with someone recently didn't i the, the moderator of a facebook group just <laughs> Got a little bit power happy, just a little, and yeah. but I I could just see where that was going, so I just walked away. Well, we recognise that through
0: we recognise exactly those personality traits exactly. based on experiences we'd had with other individuals. Yeah, and when we because like you're gonna get up, we're not robots, right? No. So people will behave in a particular way that's gonna upset you. Like that's just because you're always gonna have a reaction, mm-hmm. like an emotional reaction to some written piece of text, but. How you act is different, like, is a choice, and um, and that's it. Like, I've talked to you about that for years, haven't mm-hmm. I? About there is a gap between, yeah, like, yeah, um, what's the word, um, like input and action, or whatever it is, or reaction, yeah, reaction. You there is a there is a space where you you choose, yeah, how you're going to respond, and um, and when that woman was being the way she was in that yeah. group. Which is completely ridiculous. It was <laughs> just like, she was just, yeah, she was power crazy yes. and um, it was a bit nuts. Um, but we both just went, that's ridiculous. And we both had a bit of a like, wow. But she again, that, it? that's funny. your
1: confidence as well, isn't it? Because previously I would have immediately like a couple of years back or or maybe even more recently than that I would have immediately taken that oh I'm in the wrong here I've done something wrong Taking yeah. it as it's me
0: well especially when someone so aggressively comes at you yeah. you're and if you're not 100% confident in your in your because re, reasons for doing something or your knowledge around that thing that you're doing
1: yeah
0: you it's you think oh I've obviously made a mistake for someone to be that aggressively yeah upset, I, I, that's
1: what I mean I'm in the wrong but because I've been doing all this networking and involved in groups that were much bigger than her one yeah, yeah. and had the kind of confirmation that from, you know, feedback from other people that what I'm giving is valuable and oh, thank you for this and all oh, that really helped me. All of that built up to then when this happened, be like, oh, she's just a bit weird. That's not me. Yeah, and move exactly. on. You yeah. know? And, and it's not a big deal. Well, you had an
0: initial reaction like, hang on a sec. And you do take a moment, don't yeah. you? And then yeah. we discussed it and we're like, this is a really odd behavior. And then... you. After processing it for a couple of moments, you responded with, this is... Have a nice day and I left (laughs) it. Not worth the hassle. Yeah. You know, and that allows you to put... Yeah, old you might have taken that and gone, oh, this is a really stressful thing to start networking and being in groups. And you could have taken that instance in isolation. Because it would have been in isolation because you wouldn't be doing all of these other networking yeah, activities. Yeah, exactly. And that's the advantage of doing lots of types of networking activities because then the the one crappy one yeah. is just one out of dozens and dozens yeah. that you're doing. So yeah. it's not a problem. But if you're only networking once a week or once a month and you have one crappy one, that's your whole month.
1: Yeah. It's like sales calls. It's like people, people that are worried about selling. You know, you think that... The people that say no, which you're going to get a lot of, you know, the the rule of thumb really is that only every one or two in ten say yes... Uh, depending, well, on what you that, depending on exactly, yeah. You know. um, but you've you you've kind of got this thing in your mind that the other eight people are going to yell at you and be like, yeah. "Go away, you're wasting my time." But they're not. <laughs> the yeah. Yeah. Of the time. It's just all in, in fact, your head. the vast
0: majority never do.
1: Exactly. You you will get one in occasion because you're dealing with the public at the end yeah. of the day, and every every now and then you meet someone that's a bit unhinged, mm. but um, or that are just having a really bad day, and you happen to tread in the middle of it. So yeah, it's it's realizing that it's it's not about you um and that yeah get putting yourself out there is hard to start with but it take it from someone that's a massive introvert and really wasn't up for this until a few months back um but i've i've been going on that journey and it's really helped
0: well and this podcast testament is a testament to that we were worried about doing a podcast yeah and it's funny how all of these act as many activities that you can do as possible to put yourself out there, they all start complimenting, complimenting mm-hmm. each other. Definitely. So like the PR was a stressful kind of, okay, that's stepping out my comfort, comfort mm-hmm. zone. And then the podcast was, and then um, and then investment pitches were, because yeah. we'd never really done those before. Um, and then Clubhouse, which yeah. I don't know if you've heard of Clubhouse. <laughs> do you remember <laughs> it? Um, but right, not just being on Clubhouse, but running rooms.
1: Well, my um, next aim is a TED Talk. That's okay <laughs> so they're a bit easier at the moment because they're online yeah which i find a bit easier than the potential of standing up in front of a bunch of people yeah so uh where are we um top of mind and um, so that comes along with kind of making you credible the more you see people they're top of mind and, I, and i've really seen this not just in clubhouse but on linkedin on facebook it, more so now than ever because we've all been at home a lot more yeah. and all online but i see the same names you know pop up over and over again and they, they stay in your head. Now when I think of a certain thing I think of that person.
0: Well, look at um Craig. Oh, yeah. Um Craig. Matthew. Matthew. Right, so Craig Matthew was one of our guests a few episodes ago now I can't remember what episode no, it was now the top my head. Time. Um, but he's one of the team that delivers uh, a festival like kind of event for Bournemouth and it's called Bournemouth 7s. And and we we wanted him on the on the show because Bournemouth, Bournemouth Sevens in Dorset is a really big deal. It's like it's got a really kind of almost cult like following, isn't it? People love Bournemouth Sevens.
1: And Craig's been doing loads of campaigning work. And stuff loads of campaigning well work the,
0: and everything the else. Industry. But because of that work, because he's constantly networking, he's constantly doing all this kind of stuff. I would say Bournemouth Sevens and that whole yeah. idea has got a bigger profile than I've ever seen it yeah, have. Yeah, like you're right. I've. I've never seen as much talk about Born the Sevens yeah. outside of when the event actually happens... Mm. It's because of the work he's doing right yeah, now.
1: Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, yeah, getting yourself in all these groups and networking and even physical networking when it returns, um, it will keep you top of mind with people. And when someone says, oh, I'm looking for X, Y, or Z, and someone else says, oh, yeah, you want to talk to so-and-so, because yeah. it's there, right at the tip of their tongue, you know?
0: And it's not about handing your business card to people all the time. No. It's like, what value can you create for somebody else? What, yeah. what in your experiences or knowledge can help somebody else don't you think of it oh i've just got to tell everybody about my businesses and it's like that's people aren't going to remember you for that yeah yeah they're going to forget
1: yeah absolutely um and so along with that comes um recommendations um and then you also have the the reciprocity um so the the reciprocity rule is that how you say it how do you say it
0: reciprocity is that the wrong way yeah
1: (laughs) reciprocity I think you've made me doubt it now but anyway that word beginning with R (laughs) reciprocal um is is that rule isn't it when you give someone to something it's someone to something something to someone (laughs) yeah um they feel like they they owe you something in return um and 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 that's what the um where the kind of online downloads the lead pages all of that comes from when you're giving somebody a um, a lead magnet they feel that they need to give you something in return and, that, and that's for you know delivering loads of value to people well
0: i have a different view of reciprocity okay that's the proper way of say it that's how i said it i have a different because that's <laughs> that's like kind of how a lot of salesy marketing kind of pitch it in terms of give them something and create loads of value and they'll feel like they have to give you something back that's but it does
1: it. play a part
0: it does but i think of it slightly It, it it's the same result but it's uh, I think of it slightly differently in that if you create va- you know if you give someone something of value, you create value for them, and you make them feel good. you solve a problem for them, and everything else, they kind of it increases the level of trust and like that they have for you. yeah, right So it means that the next time round, when you want to do something for them, You've already built that bridge of trust and like, so they're yeah.
1: more... You want them to do something for you. you yeah, know? they're yeah. more they're,
0: they're more receptive yes. to yeah. the messaging and everything you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not necessarily they always feel like they've got to give you something back. It's more a case of, oh, well, this per- it, well, no, it's I'm, th- I'm prepared to listen to the next thing they say because the first time I listened, I got loads of value out of it. Yes. You know, I got something... That was that improved my life but in some it's, way. But it's before.
1: the thank bank, isn't it? It's... Yeah,
0: that's what. Do you remember when Sia yeah, said that it's to the us?
1: the more you put into a relationship with someone, or or a, a, on a larger network, a network or a group or something, the more you put into that, the more you can take out when you need to or when you yeah. want to, when you need something. That was a
0: Stephen Covey thing as well, yeah. wasn't it? Do you remember the, that?
1: Yeah. Whereas if you've done nothing but take, 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 and your your bank's empty. Then you, you can't really kind of leverage that anymore.
0: Yeah. So just to help, um, like the Stephen Covey thing was a really good one, wasn't it? Because what that
1: have you got cramp from running it? I have.
0: So I ran <laughs> earlier. My leg is really cramping up a lot. If, if everyone's watching the YouTube game, he's pulling some strange faces. Um, the um, Stephen Covey in his book Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, mm-hmm. um, he he talks about the fact that you've got to look at. Relationships a bit like bank accounts, and when you and basically you should be when you do good deeds for somebody else and help somebody else, you're increasing the bank balance. But if you continually take away, then eventually you'll go into an overdraft position. And 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 it goes for
1: all relationships. It's not just professional ones. It's It's
0: family and friends and everything else. And it doesn't. And you can't keep withdrawing from this overdraft balance you have to give you have to get it back into credit before yeah. you start trying to make withdrawals again and and that was really a, a real epiphany for you and I wasn't mm-hmm. it because we were looking at certain relationships that we had personally mm-hmm. and we were, we were both kind of trying to question why do we feel this way if it was if it was such and such over there asking us to do something we'd do that in an instant yeah. but when this person comes to us we're like I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to do that for you. And, and we were qu- questioning ourselves as to why it was. It was like, well, we like them both. Mm-hmm. We don't dislike them. We care about them. But why is it we are more reluctant to do something for that person than that person? Well, it's like when and you... Then we realise that they... Sorry, just say. Yeah. Then we realise that they were running in a massive, overdrawn balance. Yeah, yeah. They would literally just... Like every phone call would be, oh, how are you then? And you knew that when you picked up the phone and they said, how are you and everything else, that you knew the reason why they're ringing at some point during that conversation... They're asking That's they're what I was about to ourselves.
1: say. It's like it's the friend that you never hear from until they need something from yeah. you. Yeah. They never yeah. never just check in to see how you are. No. It's always just about what they need. Yeah,
0: so. and that checking in, so that's the thing. The credits to the bank balance take nothing. Yeah. They are literally they can be just like, how are you doing? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And and it's not to say that you should it's making relationships sound very clinical. They're not. It's just a it's just about we, being the way genuine. our brains and yeah. our hearts work is we're always assessing relationships and that we we can't ignore the fact that that's mm. the case. And um, to me, the Stephen Covey analogy around bank accounts—that mm. just I was like, that's exactly right because yeah. there are definitely people we have in our lives that so they never ever ever ring unless it's like, can you just do?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, the R rule. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that that's the um, all the reasons to network and my my plus one was that some people have said to me oh but I don't want to put myself out there too much and um somebody said it to us or a few people said it to us at the very beginning of of set well I say the very beginning we're still at the very beginning but um when we first kind of came out with the idea of say it they were like oh don't tell too many people because people <laughs> are going to steal that idea for you and you need to keep it like under the radar until you're really really ready and 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 then you have like the, the kind of um the clicks um and the kind of backstabbing that goes on, and and, and in our industry, in the events industry, that I would say that is quite higher than some. I'd say it's... Because you kind of got the lovey darling ex- aspect. <laughs> we
0: definitely saw it in the smaller events, in the micro and small business worth of events, yeah. where you had pockets of individuals that that were all very close to each other, yeah. and they were very threatened by anybody new coming mm. in. And it was a very air kissy, it was very... Yeah. And it's something that you and I absolutely love, which is
1: probably another reason why we we backed off a little bit. But I but and I want to say it's a big but. That's not the rule, you know. That's yeah. the exception. It's it's just like that kind of that lady I had with the group, and I'd done loads of stuff up into that, and so I realized it wasn't the rule. It was the exception. It's the same with this. And so if you if you go into the networking world and you're immediately kind of put off by these these clicks or or you're worried about sharing stuff, it's it does happen i'm not going to say it's not out there it, it is but it's unusual it mm. it's a lot more um positive and people wanting to help each other again especially now one thing especially in britain i think that we're good with a crisis is that we all kind of come together and help each other and i think that's what's happening um maybe not with covid as a whole because you do have this kind of shaming if you're not wearing a mask and all that kind of stuff but definitely in business I think people are really Uh, coming together because yeah I think the business
0: communities as as a whole are some of the most rewarding nicest places to be because most people who have been in business for a little while have got the battle scars yes they um they've really earned their stripes they and they and they really appreciate authenticity and people like not trying to rip them off and, and they want to help in, yeah. in most cases I'd say most business owners that we ever have any dealings with and it doesn't matter whether they're they've made millions mm-hmm. and they're sat on a huge chunk of cash and they've sold their company for huge sums of money or whether they're micro businesses I'd say we have friends across the board mm-hmm. and, and genuinely you could stick us all in the same room and we'd all have if, like so much yeah. in common the, the only difference would be the number of digits Yeah, like involved well, in the business well you just got
1: to realise they're just people at the end yeah. of the day you know uh, it, it, take the, the thinking out of it you know don't overcomplicate it all they're just they're just people and I think that again that's what's helped me with the, the networking and the presentations and the PR and, and everything else is that they're, they're just humans what they're were all, you what told about
0: head-ups. what were you told about the other day there was a phrase that you were told the other day about when it came to making sales calls. Or Marketing's
1: just not as sexy as it looks.
0: Yeah, but there yeah. was a phrase after that. It was like the, when you're ringing up somebody, uh, like an employee in an office or something like that. And it yeah. was a specific phrase that you had. Do you not remember it? It um, was um, It's like you're just dealing with... Uh, okay, so when you're dealing with large companies... The budget holder. Yeah, you're not dealing with... Stop thinking you're dealing with this big company and everything else. When you're on the phone to somebody... You're just negotiating with the budget holder yeah. in that in that business, and yeah, they're yeah. a human being, and they, mm-hmm. and that's the thing that we often try and portray to our franchisees. Yeah. It's like when they're trying to talk to large corporates about corporate yeah. events. It's like it's just a person.
1: Yeah. Well, the, well, yeah. the whole marketing isn't sexy thing is came from a marketer, and he said that really marketing is just getting down to picking up the phone and making relationships with people and direct, um, you know, messages on LinkedIn and things like that. It, it's not all the Sexy billboards and adverts and, and, um, you know, big events and all of this kind of stuff. It's just it's just one to one relationships at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. And that's where I'm going to say it again. But Clubhouse (laughs) um, is so powerful. I think that's one of the reasons why it's it's run so fast is because business owners like us um, have recognized that as Jesus. This is a way to network, to create some value Mm um and to speak to some of the most like to people that you would never in a million years be able to speak to yeah in 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 any normal realm and
1: linkedin as well i think has had a massive revival as Mm. well over the and we should do a whole episode on linkedin um well
0: you and i should do a lot more on linkedin for yes
1: um but it it, that has had a whole revival it's a lot more of a social thing it's not just kind of people in suits as it were It's, it's um a lot more kind of small businesses and people networking and there's groups within it and all sorts yeah so um yeah so I hope that's been helpful That's that's my nine plus one <laughs> nine plus one yeah. so yeah it, 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 don't it, just ignore the nev- negative side just on that last point you know it, it's it's a tiny minority and if you come across it just try and brush it off and move on
0: oh if you're if you're networking and you're like oh well all the people I speak to are ourselves it's like <laughs> you're not speaking to enough people because the world is genuinely good yeah people are genuinely like generally not generally generally good yeah and um, and if you have a bad experience with somebody that doesn't make them a bad person it just might be you just caught them at a bad time yeah and let's face it and given what's happened in the last 12 months um, that's probably happening to quite a lot of people yeah so yeah get a thick skin and get yourself out there and, and this is coming from complete converts mm. because we were not these people and the reason why we're including this in this episode is because I would say our opportunity and our growth has changed dramatically since we started that in November last year. Yeah, definitely.
1: So there you go. (laughs) Top 10 reasons to network. (laughs) Yes. So have a good evening. See you tomorrow. Bye.